this is uh, well, this is uh, Airport Road, the podcast, the premiere episode. Is that right? That's right. Okay. What, right what, what, are, what, are, what are we doing? Oh, well, well, the better question: Who are we? I don't know. I'm uh, Ben from Airport. Yeah, I'm, my name's Ben. I'm Rob. I'm Aaron. Cool. And uh, we're uh, a little bit, a little bit of background, I guess, behind us. I'm uh, my name's Ben. I'm a uh, between the three of us, we make short films and horror movies, stuff like that. You find them on YouTube. We'll get to that later. Uh, and then we decided recently to start podcasting because it's a cheap and easy way to get the word out to you guys, right? That's right. Is that why we're podcasting? I want to be even more internet famous than I already am. You're internet famous? Yeah. Oh. Well. I, I'm totally internet famous. I think I'm semi-internet famous. I've been internet famous since the 90s, but, you know. Uh, that's since before there was internet? Yes. Before there was internet. Was wow. your handle zero cool? My handle was Mr. Zebra. Oh, really? And I was a Yahoo cool link. I did Yahoo chat. I did the Yahoo. No, chat. I was a Yahoo cool link. What's that mean? It means I got little sunglasses next to the link to my site. I remember that. I remember that. I didn't know what that meant until now. No. What, 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 go into detail about that. Oh, do I have to? Oh. What is the, I remember the little sunglasses on Yahoo.com. What did that mean? It means that was a cool site according to the people who compiled Yahoo.com. I didn't have a site. Well, I did because I'm much older than you children. Um, I don't even want to talk about why I'm internet famous for back then. But the, the awesome thing about Holy. that is that um, by having glasses, because glasses make you cool. Or sunglasses glasses. make you cool. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, it's the international symbol for coolness. Yeah. Oh, that works. I just thought it was something I would never catch on to. And obviously I never did, so. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, yeah, we do uh, short films on YouTube. Uh, you can find it at uh, youtube.com slash airport road, and that's airport, R-O-A-D, not R-D, because that's the abbreviation. Uh, a lot of uh, what, horror movies on there, just some music videos that we did back in the day. We do a lot of uh, video game-related nonsense um, mm-hmm. for destructoid.com. And freezecracker.com. And freezecracker.com. Um, Jeff is my homeboy. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we also... Uh, Work. Uh, we do stuff with uh, Church of the Holy Weirdo. We do some horror movies there too. Uh, we did some bunch of zombie stuff, more horror related stuff there. You'd say the airport was more horror comedy, I guess. Although I do think that the day of the sausage came is very underrated. Oh, well, thank you very I much. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoyed that yeah. little piece of animation slash narration. So if you go to youtube.com slash weirdo church, you may see that if you feel so inclined. Anyway, uh, what are we what are we doing here? We're podcasting. We're go- we got a few topics we want to touch on. I mean, pizzas tastes really good. Oh yeah, we're also also eating pizza at the moment. Four cheese, four cheese mm-hmm. pizza. Um, what's our first topic? Movie related things. I guess anything you bought recently, you watched, anything you've thought of, anything. Who wants to go first? Uh, big news: Spider Man has been cast for the reboot series. I'm just happy it's not Tobey Maguire anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm kind of done with with the whole Toby verse as far as Spider Man films go. I I would love to see Sam Raimi try, try to redeem himself, but uh, I'd be kind of sick of it too after a decade of working on the same franchise. So I can understand him moving on when he's not getting his way with the studio. And Tobey Maguire kind of sucked as Spider Man. I mean, read a Spider-Man comic. That's not how to- that's not how Peter Parker acts. He was a fantastic Homer Wells. I don't know that. In Cider House Rules. I never saw Cider House Rules. Really? Yeah, because I'm not one of those guys. Touche. So. <laughs> Rob? Yep. Tobey Maguire? Quick um, 
Uh, then what was your opinion of the, just the general Spider-Man movies? Uh, first one was good, second one was okay, third one sucked. I can agree with that. I'm still of the opinion the second one might be the greatest comic book movie of all time. Um, I would say that it's in the top three. My favorite comic book movie of all time is not based directly on a comic book, but I'm going to always say, as far as superheroes, The Incredibles. Best. No. Really? Yes. I thought you were going to say Robocop. Uh, you know, fair enough, but that, the, <laughs> I know Eric, Alex Ross uh, argued that uh, Robocop was a comic book movie. It is a comic book. Yeah, it? basically. Well, no, well, they made comic book after the movie. Yes, yeah. But, uh, but does, that's the thing. Does it ha- does a um, does a super does a movie have to have a comic book to make it a comic book movie? Or no. if it doesn't have a comic, does that make it a superhero movie? I say superhero movie because Incredibles is then a superhero movie, yeah. not a comic book movie. I mean, well, I mean, it's because that by that logic, Meteor Man is a comic book movie. Well, we could also argue that there's like you know, say the Halle Berry Catwoman thing is so not at all based on the character from the comic books, even remotely. Is that a comic book movie? Just because they use a name of a character that is a comic. Well, book DC movie. put it out. Warner Brothers put it out. Well, that DC put it out. <coughs> yeah. So is Blank Man a comic book movie? Um. I wouldn't even call it because it's not really based on a comic book. I, I, I'm not that familiar with Blank Man. You ever Blank Man, Rob? Right? I, I mean, I, it's a superhero movie, but it's, I don't think it's trying to be like a comic book style thing. Blank Man. Yeah. I, I think it's only a comic book movie if there was a comic book previous to the movie. The movie. Okay. So and therefore, Robocop is not a super, not a comic book. Movie. It's a superhero movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a super. Comic so Incredibles movie. is a superhero movie, right? And I still think that is possibly the best superhero movie made. Well, I think that. Uh, I'll go I think Spider-Man 2 is one of the best comic book movies of all, and superhero movies of all time. Yeah. So is uh, X-Men 2. X-Men 2 is fantastic. Amazing. Yeah, and uh, such a letdown with 3. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Daredevil was awesome. I like Daredevil. The director's cut? Yeah. Daredevil, mm-hmm. fantastic. Even the, even without the director's cut, it was still good. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why everybody hated that movie. It might um, be the jumping on the hating Ben Affleck bandwagon. Um, some bad CG. Um, probably the Ben Affleck uh, Jennifer Garner thing was so over at that point. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Was that was that before or after they got together? I think that was before. Okay, because yeah. it was during Jersey Girl was when he was with J Lo, and uh, and that that's what everyone got sick of. Then yeah, he hooked up with Jennifer Garner long after. Yeah, and that's what killed Jersey Girl. Yeah, that and, and his career. Yeah, well. I think that the Jennifer Lopez thing killed his career because he put out Geely, then he put out Daredevil. Well, no, he put out Geely, Jersey Girl, and Daredevil around the same time. What has Affleck been doing? In well, the I think he's he's been taking the, the time off like DiCaprio did, where mm-hmm. everybody got sick of DiCaprio after Titanic, and then he took some time off and then came back and did some artsy movies, and now he's a big star, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I don't really have a, any you don't have to add on that. Of course, I keeps putting DiCaprio on things, so. And I apologize if I'm sounding like I'm chewing, uh, because I am. Um, pizza's delicious. But no, the, yeah, Scorsese's been pushing him, like, in the last couple of things, like Gangs of New York, The Aviator. Did he do The Aviator? I don't know. I don't know. Shutter Island? Mm. Mm. I watched Zombieland today. Oh, yeah. Is this the first time? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I was really happy with it. Mm-hmm. But, um,. Bill Murray's looking really, really old. Well, he's wearing zombie makeup, though. but he looks really, really old in zombie. Well, he is really old. He's like in late sixties, isn't he? Yeah, he can never die though. Because I was watching Ghostbusters too before that. How was that nice little cameo for you of uh, Bill Murray? It was ruined for me because I knew he was going to be in it. Yeah, because but did you know what was going to happen to him? Happen to him? No, no, and I was really sad. I was, I was 
But you know, I, but then I surprisingly I was more sad at the end of the movie with the Twinkies than I was about Bill Murray. What that he got a Twinkie? No, no, that that you know he shoots the door. Oh. <laughs> I was but like, the Twinkies were more important than Bill Murray's life. Yeah, it's like I'm, a, I'm such a Bill Murray fan, you know. <laughs> but I was more sad about the Twinkies than. You know, because I was, I was like, oh, I bet he shot the Twinkies. There's going to be Twinkies behind there, and there was. <laughs> mm. I was like, oh, that sucks. And then, and then he got his Twinkie, and it was okay. I will say this. Um, I was such a sucker for that film, I bought the cell phone game. Really? Yeah. I played it for about an hour, and then I decided that I don't want to play it anymore. You know what? I hate you for that, because you bought that game, and I guess, I'm guessing for that hour. During that hour, you told me how good it was, because I bought it. Really? Because you bought it and you said, oh man, this uh, cell phone game for Zombieland is really good. It's like a side-scrolling thing. You need to shoot zombies. So much so that I was at work and I bought it. And then I immediately cursed your name for making <laughs> me spend $8 I, on Zombieland the video game. I really don't. Cell phone. $8? What the Well, for the Unlimited Pass. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that'll be Because I'm not going to pay $3 just per month to play Zombieland. Uh, I I don't recall endorsing it that strongly. No, I was on the phone with you. I have a problem, yeah. I was on the phone with you, and you're like, holy shit, dude, my mind is blowing up. I think you're lying. Uh, You did tell me that it was good, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I probably said, yeah, this is fun. And I got an hour's worth of entertainment out of it, so, uh, you know, about the same I'd pay for a movie, I suppose. So here's my uh, question about Zombieland, because I wasn't able to figure it out. Are they dead, or are they still alive? I think they're infected like, with a virus that makes them crazy cannibals. I don't think they're dead. Yeah. Because they look ca- dead. They don't go into the head... Sh- well, I don't think they really go into the headshot thing. I mean, they do usually shoot them in the head. But I, well, mean, I, mean, I think they, they can... The rule in the beginning is to the shoot them in the head and then do the double tap. Yeah, the, well, the, uh, yeah, the, the shoot them in the head thing is... Definitely dead, but I, I think it's they're able to just ignore pain and withstand most bodily, like non-major bodily damage. But you kill the brain, they're they're gone. I, I think it's like a twenty-eight days later thing. Yeah, I can agree with that because um, in the beginning of the movie, at the in front of the White House, a dude jumps over the car and he's chasing the camera guy, and then he does something like 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 picks like something off the inside of his mouth or pulls something out of his tooth before he attacks the camera, mm-hmm. and that kind of threw me right there because I was like, zombies don't do that. So yeah, I don't think that they're really dead. And actually, I watched the, the behind the scenes, and they were talking about they wanted to do uh, make everything look like a like real a real virus. Mm. So yeah, I, I was a little bit. Um, I mean, I love the movie. I was a little bit put off by that Sorry. actually. What about the, the fact movie? that uh, they were, you know, they were infected? But it's a movie called Zombieland. I mean, I was expecting. You know, I'm fine with them running around. I guess, but. Uh, I, I, I was kind of upset that they were infected, you know, and not z- actual zombies. Well, I mean, there's infected zombies, too. I mean, like, 28 No, the term old. zombie, and we're getting into this now. Well, we could <laughs> get into the, if we go back to the voodoo origin of the term zombie, then most of the, those people weren't dead either. They were in a drug state. They, well, that's what they actually were, but people believe them to be dead. Yeah. So, the, the original term for zombie was still taken from... The belief that this person was dead and then was brought back to life. Yeah. But when we get into it, when we get down to it, a zombie, the, but what everyone thinks is the Romero zombies. Right. That's where it spawns and then it goes from there. Is is an infected zombie, like someone who's still alive, still in the zombie category, or is it like an offshoot of infected zombie? You have zombies, or you have the, the main zombies, then you have what? How, how does it work? I, I think there's... You have, 
You have main zombies, and then you have which are the undead. Well, you've got okay. Let's say voodoo inspired, and then undead inspired. Right. And then then you have chemical and viral, and then you break it down into whether or not they're even reanimated and they're just infected with like a mutated strain of rabies, Mm -hmm. and um, you know, or something like that. And uh, like quarantine, and then, and then you got to divide them up into running zombies and non-running zombies. So there's this huge category here. But honestly, we've also got unintelligent zombies and intelligent zombies. Yeah, like like all, all, all those formats. Yeah. You have unintelligent living zombies and unintelligent dead zombies. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: when you think of the term zombie, what do you think of? Resident Evil. No, I mean like uh, what kind of zombie? Not no, Resident no, Evil. Well, I meant the, the zombies in Resident Evil Two. Classic Romero zombie. Basically. Okay. Yeah. So, in a movie called Zombieland, a comedy set in a zombie apocalypse, would you would you have preferred them to be slow-moving undead zombies? Yes. Shamblers. I agree. Aaron? I don't really... I'm not that upset about it. <laughs> uh, so, I I, I, I'm okay with zombies applying to any of the subsets of zombies. I was talking to... Justin, because no, Justin will be on one of these podcasts eventually too. So, who? Justin, I'm sure. Oh, that'd be nice. So, um, <coughs> I was talking to him about zombie lane today, and my main problem, regardless of zombies, zombie, what, what type of zombies, is the fact that um, there wouldn't be electricity. Agreed. Many months out. Well, that's debatable. No, there are some plants like nuclear plants um, are able to self uh, sustain themselves for a long time. And assuming that there wasn't any major problems with like overloading the grid, power could pro- reasonably stay on for quite a uh, for a good period. That's of time. how in Dawn of the Dead, the original, they had power for so long. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not everywhere would have power, but a good portion of. And they were what in California in what L.A. Right at the end of the movie, and yeah, the, they, it's possible that they could have still had power. No, and I mean, I don't nuclear plants have to have a lot more uh, maintenance. A lot of it's just automated. I, I'm I'm not saying that I'm a nuclear engineer, but I mean a lot of it's automated. You know things I'm like sure. that. So I mean, it, it's a lot of it's just making sure that no problems going on. And with nuclear plants, the safety uh, protocols are so tight. Um, I mean, Three Mile Island Island was actually a, a proof that the safety protocols worked. Right. Um, they're just the reason people are there yeah. is so if something does happen, they're able to stop it. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: like, so living in the zombie apocalypse. One of the biggest problems would one of one big problem would be just wandering around, and you could you could feasibly not even be killed by a zombie and be killed in a nuclear explosion or from fall, radiation fallout mm. from miles away where a nuclear reactor went up and yeah. you just die. Ooh, and then you'd have radioactive <coughs> zombies. Yeah, with the with the with the radioactive nu- nuclear zombies, be able to move faster. You can only kill them on a five or a six instead of <laughs> four or five and six. Zombies <laughs> reference. I was gonna make that reference. Oh, uh, stole it from it, you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But w- is it feasible that if uh, a zombie got covered in nuclear radiation, the radiation would kill the bacteria on them, so you would decay slower and be therefore maybe faster? Or just so he would he know he would just live longer, right? Like live longer. Yeah, I, I left college because of science like this bullshit. So, <laughs> why you fail? And that's why. I <laughs> but uh, no, I, just, I think slow zombies are the way to go. Fast zombies, I agree, are scarier, mm-hmm. much more terrifying. Which it's uh, a tr- it's the thing of who? What would you rather have? Somebody walking after you or running after you? It, it's a cheap kind of terror, though. I mean, the sudden jump out surprise thing. I, I mean, I, I'm a bigger fan of dread, which is kind of why I usually prefer. Slower moving zombies that you know. Yeah, because it's not about 
Yeah, it's about chasing you down. It's about numbers slowly coming for you and overpowering. Yeah, Yeah. numbers and you know just never stopping. Yeah, I agree with that. That's why I like (coughs) Japanese horror movies a little bit better than American horror movies. Really? Yeah. The reason I don't like Japanese horror movies as much as American horror movies is probably for that same reason. Because granted, I love love what we were talking about with zombies, but uh, my problem with a lot of Japanese horror movies is it's all like. Here's the ghost that's just going to fuck with you for the whole movie, and he's creepy, and then here comes a weird thing. It's all just ghost bullshit that, that you can't fight. Actually, it may not have been, uh, I think it was Korean, but um, it's called Red Shoes. Anyone mm-hmm. seen that? No. I won't go into too crazy, but you know, everyone go, should go see that movie. Um, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> right now. It, yeah. It's like, uh, it, it's these shoes... These, they're an evil pair of shoes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, you know, it, it's not as, as bad as it sounds. They're an evil pair of shoes, <laughs> and it makes everybody want those shoes. But the shoes are, are evil, like, evil incarnate, and uh, and shit goes down. I'm like, okay, like, like I'm sold. You don't need to say another word. <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to ruin the beginning of the movie. Oh no! The first time you see the Someone shoes, put some on. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's what happens after they put them on, and, and then what they're gonna do if you know if someone else thinks if, if they think someone else wants the shoes. Like, wait, wait, wait. So does this come down to like they become crazy with like uh, jealousy over anyone else taking their shoes? They become ultra possessive, is what you're saying? Kind of, but it's so like if I was wearing my Air one. Force Ones and somebody wanted my Air Force Ones, I would go ape shit on them. Well, it's it's only one pair of shoes. And so it's everyone like likes these pair of shoes. They're just red high heel shoes, and all the girls want the shoes. So this only affects women, right? So yeah. I'm not. Wor- I don't like when watching this movie. There's no reason for me to be scared at all. Okay, right? <laughs> you don't know, have no. I mean, you, you, it's like the eye too. Where in the middle of that movie, she finds out that the ghosts haunting her are totally natural. It's just supposed to be. Oh, spoilers. It's a reincarnated spirit trying to be born, but she spends like the last half of the movie flipping out and trying to kill herself seven times before the end of the movie when she's near dead. She decides, oh wait, it's just a natural part of life. It's just a ghost trying to be reincarnated. And that was the I, I too? I too. Oh, the, the I. The, the yeah. Jessica Alba. Uh, the original Alba. version of it by the Paying Brothers. Well, the Paying Brothers did the first one. I don't know if they did the second one. Is that a Japanese movie? Uh, I think it's Chinese. I thought it was, uh, it was Hong Spanish. Kong, actually. No, the eye. Yeah. Are you thinking of uh, Gilded Meryl Del Toro's flick? Or I am Guillermo Del Toro. Uh, I, I, the the, the uh, Jessica Alba one. Help. No, no, that was. Uh, I know that's a remake. That was a remake of the the original Hong Kong. No, film. okay, never mind. I'm thinking Record or no. uh, or Quarantine. Wreck. Or yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yet. I heard. Re- I, I I hated Quarantine, but yeah. uh, I heard Wreck was good. Because quarantine, they went on to be like they're rabies, but at the herd and wreck, they don't even mention that. Like they don't touch on it as much. They you just kind of like, all right, zombies in a room in a house, let's go. Huh. So I don't know. I want to see wreck, but either or. Oh, but I don't know. It's Japanese horror. It's just a lot of spooky ghosts that show up under your bed, under your covers, or come out of your TV, and you can't do shit about it. Well, yeah, so it just comes out, no, that, that's the thing, though. Like, you can't fight it, man, it's inevitable. Then, that's kind of what upsets me. That, that's kind of like, it's, it's Japanese commentary on how they're just, you know, resigned to their, their fates. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you're trapped on an island. Yeah. But I would prefer a movie. <laughs> 
Yeah, you just know Godzilla's going to come and step on your shit. Yeah, so I mean, it's like, hey, what are we going to do? We can't fight it. Let's, they, they would build a giant robot to fight They, they have so many threats you know, in their day-to-day lives. They have to worry about Tokyo exploding in a nuclear blast and because of psychic boys. and Or like an, a bunch of Godzilla. angels coming down and they got to build giant purple robots to fight them. Yeah, you know. I, that's and true. then I don't understand right now for as far as movie-related things to talk about. Next topic. Next topic. Uh, here comes some sort of a segue. Into the next one. Alright, looks like we're back. So this is the segment where we're talking about hypotheticals, whether it's an argument of who would win in a fight, is this possible in this... I have a theory as to why this is, etc., etc. And what is our hypothesis that we're going to discuss today? I'm not a fan of this argument. Uh, Aaron hasn't argued this with us. Uh, this is an argument that me and Rob uh, we we came up with three maybe years, maybe three or four years ago on our way to our grandparents' house. It was a, a very long eight-hour trip and over the river and through the woods. Yes. We did, uh, this came up because we were talking about Godzilla movies, and the ultimate villain for Godzilla to fight would be Cthulhu. And if you don't know who Cthulhu is, go do some Wikipediaing or stop listening to this podcast. Because uh, <laughs> anyway, Cthulhu, the Lovecraftian god of explain Cthulhu a little bit, since you've read all you two have read all the books and I haven't, or the stories. Lovecraft or Lovecraft wrote about uh, in his mythos. Um, there's, he's one of the elder gods, or more like a priest-ish. Yeah. Um, well, it, he, yeah, he's kind of like a high priest of the old ones, which are these elder gods, which are essentially uh, alien beings that are so beyond the scope of human understanding that to us they appear as supernatural gods. Yeah. And Cthulhu was a high priest that uh, of Nyarlathotep, I believe. Yeah, uh, who ended up. Uh, a city that uh, was sunk under the ocean, and uh, he has remaining. Uh, was he remains uh, dreamless, sleeping, uh, waiting, or what was the thing? He, Real. Um, yeah. uh, Dead Cthulhu lays dreaming. Yeah, in yeah. the sunken city of Rilia. And uh, the the idea is that one day the stars will align, Cthulhu will arise, <laughs> and simply destroy all of humanity. With, in a blink of an eye. In a blink of an eye. Now, and, and issue in the... Well, he's going to also issue in the, the destruction by Nair Lethotep. Because uh, he's, he's the mad god that he's like... like In the, the, in the hierarchy, he's... Like the like goat with top. many faces or something like uh, that. The goat with a thousand young, the yeah. man in white... Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Narthlotep, or however it's pronounced. Uh, yeah, he's he's one of the the big minor like chaos gods, essentially, who wants nothing but destruction. One of the big minor chaos gods. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with, you know, and, and he's followed by the uh, the two uh, idiot flute players, the amorphous idiot flute players. We're getting a lot. Yeah, I, I think we've established that. It, but uh, what you haven't pointed out is he's a giant squid monster. So he has right. an octopus head, kind of on a humanoid dragon's body with giant wings behind him. Seriously, if you don't know what Cthulhu is, why the hell are you listening to us? Exactly. The movie we we we've started writing a movie through this argument, through this argument, which I'd set up the movie before we get into the argument. But it's Godzilla versus Cthulhu is what it comes down to. The movie would start off with 
Remember, we, we, we talked about it, how it's set up with, it took place initially at uh, Miskatonic University. Yeah. And somebody was reading in the Necronomicon of the coming of Cthulhu, right? Something in it, so it tied in, so they knew, and then Cthulhu started attacking. Cthulhu spawn. Yeah, and so there's shitloads of Cthulhu spawn destroying all of, you know, the world, and fighter jets versus Cthulhu spawns, and tanks, and all. Cthulhu, meanwhile, is just sitting, he's hovering above Japan, all of his minions to make work of the world. And that's when Godzilla shows up. Because Godzilla shoots his breath weapon at Cthulhu. Oh god, the dog is attacking something. It's got a tennis ball. Anyway, Godzilla shows up and, be, and they start fighting. Yeah. Godzilla would win this fight. He would. Yes? No, you don't agree. Okay. We, uh, are we talking Tell about. Tell me the reasons why Godzilla would lose. Um, because that which is not dead, but that but can eternal lie. And with strange eons, even death may die. No, that's just crazy cult member religious bullshit. You can, you can't kill Cthulhu, huh? You can't, can't kill, kill Godzilla. Godzilla. You Cthulhu can can be maybe defeated, and and he'll go back to sleep until you know. But with when he can only awaken when the stars are right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and that's but when the stars aren't right, then he can't live. Right, but this movie takes place when. The stars are right, and he awakens fully. Right, but he can't be killed right. because the the elder things in um in he can only be delayed like Judgment Day. Yeah. Yes. Okay, but the thing is, Godzilla's been killed twice. When you kill Godzilla, his radioactiveness brings him back to life. No, it brought back when Godzilla died. It brought his kid back to uh, his in, kid. In Godzilla, kid in got the first mutated movie, into big Godzilla. Right. Yeah. In the first movie, it mutated the bones back to life. Right. No. I... That's how Godzilla was formed in the second movie. That's I think I think that's how they explained it. That like after the oxygen destroyer killed him, he just showed up again. I have absolutely no idea how the continuity life, of Godzilla films work. I'm life sorry. would find a way. Anyway, Godzilla. The thing is, when he dies, he comes back. That's okay. what happens with Godzilla. Right. Right. So you can't say that. No, uh, I, you can't I, say I, that Cthulhu no, can't die. Wait, and Godzilla can't die. I don't subscribe to that. No, because. Um, the first time, okay, the first time he was killed, he was legitimately killed by the oxygen. Yeah, it star. melted off all of his stuff. And so maybe he came back. Okay, that, and that's all. Well the second it. time he died, he a nuclear rea- he, he like oh, blew up like a nuclear reactor, and all of his skin, and flesh, and everything melted right. off. But the uh, the nuclear fallout resurrected the body of his son. Right, but if there was no son there, then he would have been dead. Possibly. Then how did he come back in the first movie? And after the first movie? Well, I, that's why I don't subscribe. Godzilla cannot die. He can die. It's very obvious that he can't die because he's died twice. Moving on. And, and, and Cthulhu's never died. Okay, on the, su- on the, the, the subject of, God, of Cthulhu versus Godzilla's scale, they're the same size. How tall is Cthulhu? Cthulhu um, is described as mountain-sized, yeah. I would consider Godzilla to be mountain-sized. That's a pussy-ass mountain. Yeah, it's a tiny mountain. Like okay, but Godzilla, Cthulhu can't be Mount Kilimanjaro-sized, because in Call of Cthulhu, he picks up fishermen from a boat. There's no way somebody that gigantic would be able to pick somebody up off of a boat okay, well, without completely smushing them in his hands. Or well, he probably wouldn't even be able to see him. That'd be like trying to pick up a baby ant. These look like big, strong hands, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, never, yeah, never ending story. I need to watch that, that again. Actually, if you didn't get that reference, turn off this thing as well. But uh, cool. Got the that that's exaggeration, and let's assume yeah. for the sake of this argument that Godzilla and Cthulhu are, are roughly are the roughly same the same size. What it was that three hundred meters tall? 
Yeah, okay. Godzilla's so 300 meters tall. Just about 1,000 feet? About nine, yeah, 900 feet or so. Yeah. Something like that. Just, right? right? They're fairly evenly matched. I'm, I'm assuming Cthulhu has very hard skin. Godzilla has diamond hard skin as well, right? Well, and what? No, not, not necessarily because the dealer did stab Cthulhu in the stomach. Yeah. But well, and Godzilla's been stabbed too, but I mean, it's by impressive force. You, you you say that Cthulhu has the power of insanity, but Godzilla is a reptilian, so insanity wouldn't affect it, right? That and the reason we go insane when we see Cthulhu is because he's so big. Seeing something that gigantic, I'd go crazy and probably have a heart attack. But then again, Godzilla probably sees that kind of stuff on a regular basis. Right. right. So he that, that power doesn't work on him. Which makes me think that it's got, well, it's got to be something else, too, because people go insane looking at Cthulhu, but people don't go insane looking at Godzilla. Well, also part of the reason why people go insane looking at Cthulhu is because those stories were written in the 20s. Nothing existed in, in the 20s. No, what, Godzilla was made in the what? The Forties, And think about it too. It's we're talking about the Japanese, so they probably have quite a bit of tolerance built up towards insanity. So. Yeah, <laughs> they would have to. Yeah, I mean, look at their porn. Yeah, nineteen twenty. That was before World War Two. That was back when everything was honky dory for the most part. You know, that's when everything was. Nobody had big dreams back then, as big a dreams or accomplishments as we do now. People would go insane look, reading a book about a raven. So, for example. No, 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 I'm just saying that. No, because you're using ar- some arguments you're using um, from a movie like uh, like the Godzilla movie that came out like six years ago, uh-huh. and comparing that to the writings of Lovecraft, Lovecraft from 1920s. Like, well, okay, well, Lovecraft should have made something years. six years ago. Well, that would have been awesome, but he, he would have been like. Right. But, but the, I'm, 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 I'm been dead of syphilis for. Or, I'm, <laughs> using, I'm, I'm using I'm using the facts. Uh, insanity. Yeah, he died of he he saw the elder gods and yeah. That's why I, I believe. But um, he went home. I'm using the facts I know about Godzilla to argue against the facts we know about Lovecraft or love know about Cthulhu. So we we agree that they're the same size. What else you got? Ish. Godzilla got, has more fights under his belt than Cthulhu does. No, no, because the, the Cthulhu waged war on the uh, on the elder things. In the Mountains of Madness mm-hmm. story, yeah, like for years and years and years after he stormed the planet with his Cthulhu spawn, right? Godzilla don't need no Cthulhu spawn. Godzilla fought Cthulhu spawn before. In the, in the American Godzilla, he had he had <coughs> spawn. That, we Godzilla don't count spawn. that. We don't count that. Oh, no, in Godzilla versus Destroya, remember he fought a bunch of little Destroya spawns mm-hmm. all over the place. Okay, so he could take on a bunch of things. It's easy. Just use his breath weapon. Just. Now, this, so, so I'm, I'm wondering, how could Cthulhu win this fight? It would be why does Cthulhu win the fight? What I, I would like to ask is how has Japan never made a kaiju movie with Cthulhu in it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's public domain, right? What? Well, yeah, by I, I don't know if it's public domain, but yeah. uh, the uh, rights are easy to get. Obviously. Probably. I am. You know, well, and then again, I mean, Japan probably could just say, "Oh, look, here's our squid head dragon man." Would yeah. 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 just not call him Cthulhu. <coughs> Does Cthulhu have a breath weapon? They never explain. Do what? Do you, do you, he's got to. He's a god. He's one. The less not our left attack, right? Yeah, but that's so does he have, he have a breath, breath weapon? weapon. <laughs> do you think he has a breath weapon? I. For this movie, we would have to give him a breath weapon. Is it like electricity, or is it like a, a fire beam? I say insanity. Insanity beam. Godzilla isn't affected by insanity. He's a so, sentient being. No, he's yeah. not a sentient being. He's a reptilian being. He played catch with his son. Thank you. Yeah, he's he a is a near-intelligent 
reptilian being. Which means he can be Could you drive a monkey insane? I don't think so. Yeah. I think you could. I think you could. I mean, I think you could. Uh, you, I mean, look at dogs, like shelter dogs that have been abused. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I would argue that okay, yeah, dogs that have been in, But that's insane. just going to make them more violent. But when so. you're more violent, you're more <coughs> prone to mistakes. And God's and 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 Cthulhu has been around for you know millennia and eons, you know, and he's not asleep. I mean, he's asleep, but he's not asleep. He just he functions and he can tap into other people's um, things and, and control them, but not like he used to. When you and, s- yeah, he's a, he's awake every second of the day. He just can't do anything. Can't move, right. and yeah. so. No, here's here's how you say you t- wipe out existence in the blink of a, the blink of an eye. That I'm going to argue with. The, like you could say Cthulhu all he has to do is snap his fingers and existence blinks out of existence. Or does that mean he would have no trouble destroying the earth? Well, I, I would say that all the instances that we've like the very few inst- the one instance really that we've seen Cthulhu actually active and not spoken of as being you know in torpor under the ocean. Uh, he was at probably a fraction of his power because yeah. he was just starting to rise. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, that's what I would say is that, you know, if he's basically like maybe 10%, mm-hmm. you know, if that much. Um, and, I mean, then a boat took him down. Yeah. So, so uh, 10 boats would are, are we saying that what about Cthulhu at full power? I mean, at full power, he'd probably be nigh invulnerable. You yeah, know, right. Well, you Godzilla's know. nigh invulnerable. It takes monsters to take down Godzilla. Okay, then giant space monsters from other planets, which you could even say they're space gods. And sometimes robots. Yeah, and sometimes robots. Usually, isn't the giant aliens in Godzilla? Actually, Godzilla has only been heavy for uh, like some other alien conquering race or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But then most of but the thing about Godzilla has only been taken down maybe three times because that's when they started switching it over to him being the good guy, and he never went down. So that's the thing, Uh, Godzilla. Has fought plenty of space creatures that are godlike with godlike powers that were far superior to his and won. Space Godzilla was far superior to him and he won. And then and then space Godzilla came back. Godzilla like the Rocky yeah. Balboa of kaiju monsters, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. And Godzilla would win the fight because that's what Godzilla does. Because in the movie, he would have to win because. Like, like you were saying, he's, he's the face. face. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's no, what I'm arguing. It's what else would there be in real? If this in real life, life. If this happened in real life. <laughs> if this happened in real life, we would have to go by the standards that are set in the movies. For Godzilla <laughs> to exist, we would the world would have to be the same world that Godzilla lives in. <laughs> that would be kind of cool, though. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. that would be cool. Now, I will say this: Godzilla, <laughs> Godzilla would have help. Fighting Cthulhu, he would have to. Mothra would be there. It wouldn't do anything. He yeah, would die. get like hit once and then like you know crash and burn. Right, and Anguirus might show up or something like that and be do his armadillo turtle thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, Mothra would show up because she would have to. She's protector of Earth, so she would mm-hmm. try to stop the destruction. In fact, Mothra she would, would go down first. in the first wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then like maybe when she Godzilla would die. There's two ways this would happen. Godzilla would die, Mothra would die, but the Mothra's life force would bring Godzilla back to life. Like what happened with uh, when they fought uh, King Ghidorah. Right, yeah. In the remake. Yeah, in the remake. Because Godzilla, yeah, and then they brought him back with, yeah. Two, what would happen is after Godzilla's dead and the Cthulhu thing starts over again, the government says, go get him. 
And then they draw, they they send the Secret Service people over to the prison where Herbert West is being <laughs> held, and they're like, "We need you to save the world." Herbert West would then create a shitload of reanimation serum, put it into <laughs> a spaceship, like you know, into a, one of those giant ships shaped like a syringe with a green glowing doing it. Reanimate Godzilla, and he would then be super crazy zombie Godzilla that would fight Cthulhu and beat. Okay, I would love to see this movie. But we talked about this. That was, that, was that, being that happened halfway through the movie. Okay. I remember that if that's how the story goes, then I'm going to say Godzilla wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if if, if refer, that's yeah, because okay. that is the perfect way. Can, can Godzilla be holding his head? You know, <laughs> no, no. But it would have to be played by Jeffrey Combs. Oh yeah, I, I hope there's a music video. Yeah. Move them dead bones, 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 bones. Move them dead bones. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't seen that on YouTube, look it up. No, don't. I'm still it's bad. No, I'm of the opinion <laughs> that Godzilla would win the fight. It and it's not just because won. I like Godzilla more. It's because we're subscribing to the rules of this is the world that they live in. Godzilla would have to win. And they're evenly matched. Fairly evenly matched. I, I, got, I got the killing blow right here. What? Cthulhu can fly. Godzilla can't. Godzilla has fought so many villains that can fly. But they, but they never fly high enough. Can Cthulhu fly, or are they just angel wings? wings? Got, I mean, well, I mean, like um, he, he flies through space. I would assume that his wings work. If he's got them, they work. Yeah, but I mean, he wouldn't need his wings to fly through space because there's no air resist. Well, but they say you fly through space. Okay. Almost. Does every he turn into like a protoform, like the Transformers? What? <laughs> Transformers. I just killed the podcast right here, bitches. <laughs> God, almost every one reason is because Godzilla can, I mean, Cthulhu can poof out of existence and rematerialize. He can teleport? He, well, he probably has all sorts of rad god powers. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean I would think so. Plenty of new legs, Godzilla monsters who can teleport. I mean, he's something could dig underground and pop up again. He doesn't it's have enough powers that he can't be, you know, I'm not gonna say he can't be defeated, you know, because the elder the elder things defeated him. Mm-hmm. You know, they're six foot tall, or you know, six foot tallish, right? right. Um, and they never explained how they they beat him. They just sunk, but they did sink his island, right? So probably some occult's way. But what would probably happen is Godzilla would beat him up and send him to the bottom of the ocean. After towards the end of the movie or after the credits, you'd see a Cthulhu underwater. And his eye would open, thus setting up for the sequel, where either Cthulhu comes back and fights and teams up with King Ghidorah or Gigan to fight Godzilla, <laughs> or the aliens come down and rebuild Cthulhu as Mecha Cthulhu. Uh, I, I did see a, a, an episode of the real Ghostbusters where the Ghostbusters took down Cthulhu by uh, shooting their proton uh, packs while he was touching a steel roller coaster. Yeah, but that so wasn't that, that wasn't Cthulhu. That was Cthulhu. Oh, well, sure. Prank mm. call f- of Cthulhu <coughs> or whatever. Cthulhu. They uh, took out Cthulhu and Venture Bros. On a side note, but not a side note, in the Guitar Hero Metallica, Cthulhu's in that. Oh, uh, the Call of Cthulhu yeah. uh, song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or did they have him like on the stage or something? No, no, no. You go, you go to uh, to like Antarctica mm-hmm. and what? Yeah, like like in Metallica, you go to or your band. I can, I you play. Why the fuck would Metallica play, play in Antarctica? So good. Well, well it's it's the mountains of madness, and you go into the mountains of madness, and you fall through the ground, and and then you're there, and you see Cthulhu's eye, and, and there's tentacles. Are you bullshitting me? No, that is. <laughs> that makes me want to play. Why didn't that we? Game. Yeah. Why didn't we get that game? It's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's right over there. 
I actually have to damn it, I don't have to play that game just for well, that. The, the thing is you have to be yeah, it's the last level, so you gotta either unlock it or every song or you have to go all the way through. I did spend a ridiculous amount of money in uh, rock band in order to get a Cthulhu sh- uh, shaped guitar and really? bass. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's it's one of like the ridiculously expensive ones. Yeah. Um three the to allow this movie to happen is if we wrote it. If we wrote it, um <laughs> Which we were talking about doing at one point as a short as a trailer. Yeah, making this a trailer. But um, it has to have Herbert West, and and Godzilla does have to die at one point in time and mm-hmm. and get get resurrected, reanimated, re- reanimated. Um, it would be nice to find out that there was at least one elder thing that didn't die mm-hmm. in the, at the Mountains of Madness, and they, you know. They they recover one and they talk to it and try to figure out how to help take down Cthulhu because mm-hmm. they did it before and then you can have a scene like in uh, in, uh, in in Independence Day where you know it's all you the know you, yeah and you have Brent Spiner and he's all like you know release me right something like that you know do that kind of thing like. That would be nice. Did I ever show you my album of all the pictures I took of Brett Spiner? Are you all over it? Yeah, when I, when I got them all developed, I took a picture of all the pictures. <laughs> do, you, do you go for your Brett break? Yeah, sometimes uh, I found out that Brett lives over there. I can't see his house over there, but I, I can see the hill where his house is behind. And sometimes when I'm stressed out or, you know, oh. I'm having a bad day, I just go out and have one of my Brett breaks. You know, what's, what's sad is I think you did that verbatim. Possibly. From Trekkies? Yeah. Was that Trekkies 1 or 2? That was 1. Um, wow. Yeah. The, she did not appear in the sequel because she was one of the vocal uh, uh, complainers about how she was mistreated. Uh, because, uh, yeah, anyone who said those things obviously is completely sane and not at all obsessed oh, with yeah. Brett Spiner. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, you know, but yeah, uh, that would have to be a scene like that. And, you know, as a backstory thing. and. Cthulhu would have help, and then he'd be reanimated, and then... Cthulhu don't need no help. No, I maybe mean, Godzilla would need help, and he'd be reanimated, and then Godzilla would win. And then it would end with Cthulhu opening his eye at the, end, at the end of the movie under the water. I would think, honestly, that the best way to do that is Cthulhu being the singular, singular big bad, and then you have, like, a destroy all monsters team up on uh, Godzilla's side with Godzilla leading, like, an army of giant monsters. You would only need up to three. Well, yeah. Godzilla, Mothra, and Angurus. Well, Mothra's going to drop in the first ten seconds. Are we even counting her? Or? Yeah. What if it's Mothra? I mean, what the hell good has Mothra ever done? What if, uh, like, yeah, like destroy all monsters? A lot more of them show up. Yeah. Like the the B ones, like uh, yeah. like I don't, I don't know, Baragon and Baragon, stuff like King Caesar. King I love King Caesar. Caesar. But uh, but then uh, Cthulhu drives them insane. <laughs> and then they have or, to, like, he drives them insane, and they're on his side. Yeah, that's a yeah, problem. that's how we do this. Yeah. Hollywood, are you listening? Yes. <laughs> I say we write it and... What's happening now, other than uh, uh, us daydreaming about Godzilla versus Cthulhu the movie in 3D? 
please be in 3D because I can't get enough 3D movies. You know, I haven't seen a 3D movie yet. Really? Mm-hmm. I've only seen uh, Avatar. I saw Avatar, and I mean, the 3D effects are really cool, but uh, there's so many movies that just don't need it. You know? I haven't seen Avatar either. I don't like it. So I, it's a mediocre sci-fi film. I mean, it's a decent. It's not James Cameron's best work. But, I mean, the big draw was it looked cool in 3D. I'm, I don't have any interest in owning it, you know, ever. So yeah. there you go. I have no interest in seeing it again. In fact, I didn't have much interest in seeing it in the first place. I, I, I will bring this up. I know it's probably been, you know, other people have pointed it out on the Internet. But it's really messed up that if they use their little ponytail braid things to have sex with each other, whenever they mount their horse or dragon <laughs> things, they're using the same thing to, like, connect with them. So they fucked this giant their horses and animals to make them go. This giant blue dude right. fucked a dragon with his ponytail. I mean, yeah, I mean, you think about it. I mean, that is, literally, he got the like, you know, the big like big boss dragon guy. He literally fucked it into submission. Yeah. Wow. So that's hot. Anyways, well, this is what we're gonna. After all that, we're gonna talk about what video games now. What we've played recently, what we got, all that. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Recently, the only thing I've been playing that I've had time to play is uh, Transformers War for Cybertron. Which is awesome. The game's fun, man! Yeah. It's like a... It, it, it is, is it officially kind of written as a prequel to the TV show? Uh, basically, I think Hasbro has declared it uh, as being in continuity, but then again, there's like 90 different Transformers continuity. Well, there's only one that matters. Well... I mean, it, it depends. I mean, there's the, uh, you know, you've got the the U.S. cartoon, which I, I think that's kind of the accepted... Um, right, continuity. Continuity for War of Cybertron. There's the Marvel comic series. There's the Marvel UK comic series. Yeah. There's um, all the different, like, you know, the Beast Wars or Armada right. or Energon or... I, I don't count any of that. I'll count yeah. Beast Wars possibly. Well, Beast Wars fits in the G- generation. Yeah. But I, I won't count, like... You know, Armada or Beast Machines or well, those Beast are all Machines separate. was a direct sequel to Beast Wars. Oh, yeah. was it? Yeah, okay. yeah. It took place when they went back to Cybertron. Yeah. I won't count the anime ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Transformers yeah. wasn't anime. No, it wasn't. It was, it was a series of toys uh, that um, was they brought to the Japanese. U- well, yeah, but it was designed. It was a series of toys by uh, Tanaka or Tar- Takara. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Um, they it wasn't based on a show before they made the toys. They made the toys first. Then they made a wanted, show to yeah they wanted the toys. to bring it to the U.S. So they had the people in the U.S. make the show, and then the show kind of became its own thing in Japan as well. Oh, so in, the, in Japan, do they show the same shows, same episodes? Uh, I don't know if the I, I would assume that the Western one made its way there, but I know I, I know that, I know I've seen Japanese episodes of Transformers. I yeah. just didn't know like did they start the same way and then go their own route with it because they did that with Turtles. Yeah, they made their own Japanese turtles. Shows. Anime one was weird. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was odd. Um, yeah, <laughs> I you remember you made the turtles anime. There was yeah, a fairy, yeah. and they all had crystals. There was seriously, it was like an interdimensional fairy thing. They all had crystals, which allowed them to like combine like Captain Planet into one Uber turtle, the, the Saint Turtle. What? Yeah, which, but they could only be the Saint Turtle for three minutes. Yeah, so they needed that. It was like it was like when the Power Rangers combined into a Megazord to fight, like you know, make my monster growl. You know, yeah. the big giant monster. That's then they. It was weird. They, they, they were the four turtles still: April O'Neil, Shredder, Bebop, Rocksteady, Krang. And, Everybody was there, and it looked similar to the US yeah. show too. That's what was kind of cool. It, it, everything looked uh, and similar until. The fairy and the crystal stuff. And, but not only that, they could morph. They morphed yeah. into like samurai-looking, uh, like super ninja turtle-looking guys, like all badass-looking super anime turtles. 
And uh, then when they needed to, they they combined together to film to make a Megazord turtle. But it was just a giant white turtle called like the Saint Turtle. Yeah. And they could be the Saint Turtle for three minutes before they turned back to regular turtles. Which I didn't get. I mean, if if they turn back to regular regular turtles, did they have to wait for like a recharge period before they could do it? It's their five hour. Once they hit it, they have to wait five hours. Okay. Like the refraction period or whatever. Right. You haven't seen that? I got to show you that. That's so ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't believe you get it. It's trying to turn into like a dragon. Yeah, like, it's dude. Okay, this it, is just getting more it will, it will blow your mind when you see it. Trust me. The first time I saw it, I was just like, "What?" And Bebop and Rocksteady turned into like Super Bebop and Rocksteady, where they're like big anime looking, angry pig. It's, and it's just so horses. odd. It's so odd. This goes back to the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> when I was talking about red shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we going back to okay? Go ahead. Yeah, as <laughs> ridiculous as Red Shoes. Is I'm not saying it's this good. Is worse. This is even more ridiculous than the premise. Oh, I, I'm not. I, I'm not defending the anime turtles in any way. I'm just saying it's the most insane thing you'll be likely to see. It will kind of like take your childhood and just like kick it, squaw in the nuts. But yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, if we saw it during our childhood, we probably would have just went along with it. Probably because if that came out here in America, we would have just been like, "I'm in. <laughs> That's more toys for me to buy, Mom." <laughs> Yeah, I need the Saint Turtle action figure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that it, it happened. No, no, but the game. Uh, I forgot what we were talking about. The game. Cyber Truck War. War for Cyber Truck. So we are so not going to ever talk about video games, are we? What <laughs> I played is really good. Uh, it seems like a nice little segue into it. I didn't know. Spoiler alert! I didn't know that uh, Starscream. Eh. I told you this earlier. Oh, okay. Was an Autobot. Yeah, I, I didn't quite get if he was an Autobot or if he was just kind of neutral aligned with the Autobots at that point. I just thought he didn't have Autobots Autobot in Decepticon. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, I think it suits his character that he would turn traitor at, you know, yeah. the, the, at the even slightest uh, promise of Megatron, power. teach me how to use dark energon. Yeah. Um, I finished it. I finished both campaigns. I played uh, way too much uh, multiplayer. Um, Conquest is currently my favorite mode, which is... Mm-hmm. Three checkpoints, uh, you trying to capture and hold the checkpoints. The longer you hold the checkpoints, you get points. Yeah, I, domination, is that the mode, the standard Call of uh, Duty? I don't know. I haven't played it. It's a standard game. That's my favorite. Um, really good. The Autobot campaign definitely, once you get to that, starts rolling really quick. Um, I, As it's, the Autobots do. Yeah. Well, I transform <laughs> and roll out. Um, uh, really fun game. I'm very happy with it. Um, the multiplayer seems like to be to fun. Do, um, that same company to do a Beast Wars game. Mm. So we can finally have a good Beast Wars game uh, that isn't only sold at Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, you know when something's exclusive to Toys R Us or Blockbuster? Mark of quality right there. Video game in it was, anyway. Yeah. Um, but Beast Wars was good. It was a good show. You like Beast Wars? Well, I remember of it. Beast Machines was pretty good. I think it got like a bad rap when it when it came out, but I think in hindsight it, it was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. What they decided, they kind of went weird. Megatron took but, over, like possessed the planet. Well, it, it uh, for anyone who hasn't seen, the, basically all of Cybertron became a blend of techno organic as opposed to just being like uh, machines. Mm-hmm. So it, it ended with. Uh, Cybertron becoming like a techno organic blend because that was the only way for them to survive. I don't know. It was it was it was a bad show. Um, I like it better than the weird anime editions that they've come out with. Yeah, the Beast Wars was an anime too. I looked it up. They made a Japan made a Beast Wars anime using the same oh, really? characters. And like it was Optimus Prime. At one point, was like a lion. Dude. Oh yeah, lion, lion convoy, Leon or Prime, or Leo something. Convoy, or whatever. Convoy is the Japanese equivalent to Prime. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's what that... Oh, yeah. okay, now that makes sense. Yeah. 
And there was a mammoth one too, who was like best friends with the other the the lion one. Now whenever I'm on 4chan and I'm looking at it's like Optimus Convoy, and I'm like, what does yeah. co- that mean? Yeah. Like his name's Optimus. That my God, that's oh. So, oh, your oh, eyes have been open. See, this <laughs> is the one playing by the way. I've been playing Brutal Legend. Ah, uh, good game. Yeah, it's my favorite game that's ever been made. <laughs> really? Maybe, like, uh, maybe not my favorite game that's ever been made. I'm sure I can think of one that was a little bit more interesting. Like Resident Evil 2? Like Resident Evil 2, maybe. Or, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I, I will say this. I thoroughly enjoyed every minute of Brutal Legend when I played it way back in the day. And uh, <coughs> really, really fun game. Um, I had some problems. Uh, I didn't have as much difficulty with some of the battles that other people did. I don't know if some people tried to play it like a RTS without getting into the mix and hitting things with your axe and buffing your troops, because that's really how you play. So I never had any problem on the normal difficulty, um, but I know some other people were complaining about that. I don't know. Uh, great game, Tim Schafer. Again, another example of his brilliance. Uh, did you ever play Psychonauts, Rob? Mm-hmm. Not yet. Did you ever play that? Band? Brilliant game about a psychic summer camp for kids mm. where they train them to be Psychonauts, which are basically like special agents, psychic special agents. Mm. And uh, uh, co-written by Eric Wolpaw of uh, Old Man Murray. And uh, also one of the, he works for Valve. He he worked on Portal and the Left 4 Dead games and things like that. You played Left 4 Dead. Oh, uh, we also you also beat that ODST recently. Yep, yeah. Because we played through ODST. Oh, I'm happy with it. I got no real comments on it. It was good. Was it? It was never. I played maybe the first half of the first game and none of the others. Uh, I really wish there was some way that you could sum up the storyline of Halo <laughs> One through Three for for me. I wonder yeah, if we can work on that. Hmm. We'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to that. But uh, anything else you got? You play? Uh, I picked up Lego Harry Potter. Um, yeah, I know. I'm a sad nerd. Uh, I really enjoy it so far. I'm in the uh, still in the first movie, but I love those silly little Lego games, and they're very fun and a great thing to play with my kiddo. So I'm I like that. Lego Star Wars. Yeah, Did you Lego play Star Wars. Lego good. Game yeah, I played uh, Star Wars and Batman and Indiana Jones. Do you agree with me that Batman was unnecessarily complicated? Yes, that's I amazing. agree completely. Yeah, there was some of those puzzles were just like what that game Lego Batman was more complicated than Arkham Asylum, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. is ridiculous if you think about it. Yeah, because it's a game about freaking Legos. Yeah, there. I mean, the having to juggle the suits, and they just weren't really clear on like uh, what you were supposed to use with certain suits. I mean, if yeah. they, if they had like a better tutorial, it could have been it could have saved a lot of trouble there. I still need to finish Lego Batman. Um, but I'm pretty soon. Like they're gonna start working on what Lego Twilight? Really? No. I, I, that's I was about to punch you in the face just for <laughs> even suggesting that. No, but like your little Lego dudes, and all you do is have awkward dialogue <laughs> conversations and stare at each other and blink very much and very sit fast. there with an open mouth. In fact, I would love to play Lego Twilight. Actually, <laughs> I I really would love to see the cutscenes, like you know, try the little like grunting, you know, miming dialogue, you know. <laughs> that you so yeah, I'd, wow. <coughs> like a Twilight, guys. You just ruined this podcast. By no, I didn't far. ruin it. I made it better. Um, so, so all you game designers listening, that's Tra- the one to make right now because everyone loves that yeah. shit for some Traveler reason. Tales, I hope you're listening to our podcast. Lego Twilight, Money in the Bank. Any other games? Ghostbusters. Oh, you beat Ghostbusters? Yeah, I beat Ghostbusters. How was I, it? Yeah, what do you think? I oh, I loved it. Yeah, Yeah, it was nice to... 
you know, be immersed in the world and hang out with the, you know, with the Ghostbusters. Do you think of, think of it as a fitting sequel? Yeah. Yeah. I was happy with it. I got no problems with the, you know, with it fitting in, except, you know, where's uh, Dana Barrett? Yeah, which, uh, and uh, Rick Moranis as well. Um, yeah. Louis Tully. Um, I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought that the very end was a little weak. You know, like, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, the, the last boss fight was cool, but you know how they ended it. You got to fight a slore. Yeah. Yeah. You got to fight a slore. That was pretty badass. I, you got to see what a um, slore looked like. I, I I really loved how, and, you know, uh, Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd were involved in the writing of the story, so I loved all the little nods to the first movie mm-hmm. about uh, Evo Shandor and, and whatnot. Um, I will say this, and you need to get a gold account. The co op is really fun. Um, it, it's kind of a competitive co-op, co-op deal. Mm-hmm. There's different game types. Mm-hmm. I'm just um, pissed off that most co-op now is has to be online. I like yeah. split-screen co-op because I like hanging out with friends. Yeah, yeah, I do too. That's how I prefer to. I, I'd rather play like you know on the same TV. Um, I, I do appreciate when on co-op is online though, because there's always there's going to be times when you can't do that. So mm-hmm. I like that, and that kind of pisses me off about games like. Uh, um, the Scott Pilgrim game coming out for PlayStation Network it looks really cool. Um, it, it's it's only local co-op up to four players. Why the hell isn't there online co-op? Mm. Because I'm never I don't I have one we have one controller for the PS3. I, none of us play it enough for us to even bother getting it's a the good second Blu-ray one. player. It's a great Blu-ray player. And I, I the one thing that I'm sure you will agree with and you will agree with the only thing I hated about Ghostbusters was the, the damn scanning. Of artifacts, every ten minutes, every you know, every ten steps, it's scam. Yeah. yeah, and then oh, there's things shoot. Okay, and scan like it. If they make a sequel, I just want less scanning, or at least being able. It sounds like we're ripping on it, but I think it was a really no, good game. I, I but, thought uh, a, a, a fantastic example of a, a movie license mm-hmm. um, along the lines of the Warriors game that was last gen, where they just they took something and it was. A franchise way out of date. There was no new movie to promote or anything like that, but they just did it so damn well. Mm-hmm. That, uh, by the way, if, if you need to borrow that from yeah, me, I actually never played yeah. it. Now I'm trying to think of a game tie-in, a movie tie-in game that was good. Well, there's plenty. Spider-Man Two was good. <laughs> Spider-Man Two, uh, the open-world stuff was cool, but it wasn't that good a game. <laughs> I loved it because it was the first one to do that. Yeah, I mean, but I still think that uh, the Web of Shadows thing was by and far. Well, the that best was also four that. games later. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, they didn't perfect it until Ultimate Spider-Man. But the thing I didn't get was, you know, the Spider-Man Two got like eights, you know, and, and things like that, and Web of Shadows got like sixes, and, and it was significantly. It better. was significantly better. You know, you didn't have to do all the side mission stuff. It was there if you wanted to, but it wasn't required. I don't know why people shat on Web of Shadows. Probably because it was the same thing. It, was, it wasn't a new enough, different enough. Well, the they completely changed up the way the fighting works and the fighting was amazing because you were able to I mean you you were able to transition from ground fighting fighting on the side of buildings fighting in the air and be able to move around and and yeah. do all of those things seamlessly whereas it was always awkward in the other games so I mean I that alone the fact that they fixed that problem that's been you know lingering on for multiple games is it, it, I think it, it deserved more props than it got but hey whatever People are probably going to be complaining because uh, they didn't like the uh, open world. Uh, they were tired of the open world setting in Spider-Man Web of Shadows, but then Shattered Dimensions are, is coming out where it's going to be more linear, and people are already bitching about, well, well how come it is an open world? So, I don't get people. Damn you, Internet. 
in your complaining. Anything else we played? Uh, no, that's all I've played. That's about it. I only played War for Cybertron recently. Yeah. But there's other stuff, but we'll talk about it another time. Alright, well, we're gonna. We're back. Uh, was this the last segment uh, of this podcast? Our initial airport road, the podcast. Uh, entitled what's the episode of this? What's the episode title of this one? What's in it? Pod blast. Pod blast. Yeah. Episode one. Pod blast. <laughs> um. Shit. Pod racing. Pod. God, no. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> As we mentioned earlier, we're amateur filmmakers, as you call us, I guess. A lot of what we did, how did we start off, Rob? We did a, well, what we started off making short films with me and Justin, my friend, were bored one night and we started shooting little videos with a little cyber shot handy cam, like a little picture taking camera and that would be a little correct. music video and then from there we started doing bigger things till finally we're, now we're making short films and horror movies and. Yeah, you gotta this, start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where can we find uh, the videos again? You can go to youtube.com slash airport road, R-O-A-D. Not R-D. Not R-D. And you can watch them there. Yeah. Assuming YouTube hasn't taken them down. Which they've been taking a lot of stuff. Well, that's because we use copyrighted music. Yeah. Because we hate authority. Yeah, we're rebels, man. Yeah, free music for everyone. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, and, on, and on there you'll see a bunch of video game related movies where me and Aaron, we started making... Uh, you're on a website called Destructoid.com? Destructoid.com. It's a gaming video game, video game uh, news, culture, um, uh, community blog. Uh, I'm at one of the admins for the forums there, so I wield Fancy the mighty ban, ban. So you actually are semi-internet famous. Uh, yeah. Well, I started off... Uh, I joined that site uh, as a commenter back in 2006, um, very shortly after it... Uh, it was uh, launched and I became well known among the the different community members and the staff there and how many pe- how many people do you have subscribing to your blog uh, it, they don't keep those statistics but uh, I think there's quite a few people I, I don't really post my blog other than to let people know that you and the majority I of the people done. know you on that site. yeah okay yeah, and there's many many of people on that site uh, yeah but yeah. it is considered a legitimate gaming site oh yeah it's one of the big ones I mean they, they <clears throat> They've uh, you know they've had their review scores on uh, game boxes in the past. Uh, I mean, there's been a few games that have actually put the mascot Mr. Destructoid uh, in it, like Bomberman Live. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a in, the, in one of the DLC packs you have a, a little uh, um, uh, costume to make yourself look like Mr. Destructoid. Oh, it's cool. it's well known in the industry. Uh, in Nintendo's press conference uh, for E3 last year. Um, highlighted the you know the destructive dot com mm-hmm. uh, huh. as well. So I mean it's it's legitimate. It's known. It's it's its own business. Uh, the people running yeah. it are very awesome. Very cool. So you approached me about helping you out with some video game related short films, right? Yeah, we there was a contest going on um, that uh, actually how it initially started was. Uh, there was a contest for Blitz the League Two. Uh, Blitz to the League. Blitz to the League, and. Um, 
they were asking for contest entries for it, uh, which was create a video um, that the requirements were that it had to have football, had to have someone tackling somebody, and you had to mention Destructo at some point. Um, so I, I kind of came up with an idea for it and uh, wrote that out, and then uh, Ben and Rob had been doing videos for years before that, and I always wanted to get involved, but because of my schedule, it was difficult. Mm-hmm. So I came uh, came to you guys with a idea, and we shot that, and we won. We won. We won a PS3. So you can see that video on the YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's it's called Football. Yeah. It leads to the league. And it's and like a two minute short about there being a contest, and there's a yeah. football and murder. No, no, no spoilers, no spoilers. Yeah, anyway, yeah. You, you don't want to ruin it. Which is very similar to that movie we shot way back in the day, Ralph, the Spider movie. Yeah, which <laughs> I didn't even realize when... Uh, <laughs> but, uh, it, it, yeah. It, it's really like an unofficial much. sequel yeah. to that. Yeah, a spiritual successor. Right. Um, but after that, we, we uh, decided to work on more. We came up with some more ideas. Uh, we did a couple ones for Left 4 Dead, which are yeah. still the highest... Re- Viewed videos on our YouTube because Left 4 Dead is popular. We yeah, we've, we've Resident done Resident Evil Five, uh, Maniac Mansion. Yeah, well, uh, what we even did one that has nothing to do with video games at all. Yeah, Castle Crashers, which pretty much has nothing to do with Castle Crashers. <laughs> with Optimus Prime, well, yeah, with God yeah. showing up, and that was actually uh, that was actually uh, for another contest for Destructoid, and, and that, that was a art in, in the spoilers in that one. God shows up, but it's actually an Optimus Prime as a cloud. No, and where why you guys came up with that? Cloud of yeah, it was you. Uh, that was ten years ago, maybe. Because yeah. you brought it up, and that's why I thought to bring it up to Aaron again. Yeah, and uh, it was an idea that I'd completely forgotten about. It was this this idea of someone dying and going to heaven, and then meeting God, and it was Optimus Prime. <laughs> and uh, I just I, I I always wanted to do like a flash cartoon or something like that, like use it in a in a bit. But I at the time I didn't have any experience with doing any of that. I have no talent, so that's why I rely on people who are more talented than me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we kind of oh. oh no, I just had a realization. What? That was for the Terminator Salvation contest. Yeah, that was for the uh, Christian Bale right. contest. So when when the next video, the next contest video we did for the Man Olympics, yes. Uh, where we that that contest was to make a video showing how manly we you were, and we held held a man contest called the Man Olympics in that video. <laughs> when we got the consolation prize, we got Terminator memorabilia. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Now I will say this: that uh, well, I didn't put that together for the Terminator Salvation uh, um, video. We kind of unofficially came in second for that, and. Uh, uh, Jim Sterling, who was, I guess, the uh, the editor for Destructoid, who was running that, um, s- said, uh, you know, like, your address and I'll send you some stuff. And I, I, I we were kind of happy with the reception that we got at the time, so I never really pursued No, we, we, we were unofficially second in uh, the Man Olympics, not in Terminator. No, no, we were unofficially second in, uh, Man Lim- in Terminator because they posted the winner, right. and then they posted ours as well, just saying that everybody has to kind of, you know, uh, to yeah, say yeah. this. Uh, but we got the consolation prize for the Man Olympics. Man Olympics was because we were, like, three hours past the deadline. <laughs> yeah. And we uh, uh, we ended up getting a box of goodies from Hamza, the community manager at Destructo. He was awesome. And, this um, is an amazing video, the the box opening. Oh, God, yeah, we made a oh, short yeah. film about us opening the yeah. box that they... Of prizes they sent us, and, and we the package yeah the package, and we completely pronounced uh, Hamza's name wrong, which we pronounced it Hamza, but uh, <laughs> oh, uh, in my yeah. mind he's Hamza, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, those are some of the videos we've done related <coughs> to Destructoid and, and video games and video games in general. But we've also uh, Rob, we've we've uh, entered some of our other non-video game related stuff, like our horror movie stuff, in contests before. Eyesore, Eyesore, yeah, that, that you see that's a. Uh, 
short film that you came up with the initial idea that has nothing to do with how it <laughs> yeah, turned yeah, out when the video yeah. came out. Of course, that's happened to us many times. <laughs> but uh, that placed third in uh, Chiller Network. The TV had a Halloween contest. It was judged by the Ghost Hunters. For some reason, because they know about how to make short films. Um, <laughs> they gave us third place, but it got shown on TV. And uh, we got a consolation prize, which was a backpack and a hat and a water bottle and a copy of The Strangers on DVD and a notebook and... That was kind of cool. I would have preferred to have the $5,000, but well, I, I'm, I'm not upset about it because it got shown on uh, TV, and that's also that's our second highest viewed video on YouTube now. That's a really close cool Close to, like, I think 50 or 1,000 views, yeah. something like that. That's a really cool concept, and I, I thought that was a really good use of, of digital. Uh, um, what's the term? Digital effects to uh, you know create the, yeah, the monster in it or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you watch that video and let you let you give us your feedback. It was better than the lame ass one where the mannequin was stalking the chick. Yeah, uh, whoever. Yeah, the one that won that <laughs> we we got third place in creepiest character, and the one that won was a clown mannequin at a Halloween store. Yeah, that showed up and killed somebody. It's not. Cool. Yeah, I don't want to sound bitter or anything, I, but I am a little. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't involved in the production of that, but I kind of felt bad for you guys because the the one that won was just really and the one that won second place was just a ripoff of quarantine. Yeah, the power was out. They had yeah. a camera. They were shooting through the camera, and there was something upstairs that ate somebody. Yeah, it was quarantine. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, thank you, Ghost Hunters. That's why I actually don't watch that show. Well, I don't watch oh. it because they're full of shit, but anyway. Yeah, because they gave me third place. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, but <laughs> let's check it out. But, no, you said, uh, you came up with the initial concept of that, right? Yeah. Almost. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, a ghost. Uh, you can always see the ghost uh, no matter what you do. Because, um, so when you close your eyes, you can still see it. Because, um, yeah, like when you're scared, you close your eyes. Yeah, so, it, so it takes away your, uh, that that bl- uh, blanket of security. It, it's know? like a Japanese horror movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you, go. you know, you know where right. I actually originally got yeah, exactly. yeah, where I got the the uh, the idea was uh, red shoes. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that's great. Oh, it's amazing! You guys gotta see it. Seriously, go go watch. Just watch the first like ten minutes of the movie. The first death, and you'll and you'll be hooked. Continue. But um, let's stop talking about red shoes next, <laughs> because I keep thinking of David Duchovny. <laughs> Um, back, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, there was an episode where, um, there was a ghost in the mirror, and the girl went upstairs and Help Me was written on the walls, but it Oh, was yeah, I remember that one. And the ghost comes out of the, out of the mirror. mirror, and the chick is all crying and covering her eyes, and, you know, go away, go away, and the ghost is there. You know, but it turned out to be a good ghost, but if it's a bad ghost, covering your eyes is not going to do anything, but it's going to, at least you're not going to see it. So, you know, right, because if, you know, say it was really grotesque and you're like, oh, so you close your eyes, but if you could still see it with your eyes closed, there's no way to escape it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a really good concept, and I'd still love to make that movie, but uh, I took that idea from you, because we had like four days to shoot the short film before it was due, and we wrote it and came up with that, what Eyesore was, Mm -hmm. in that time period, and had it uploaded and placed third and all that, but I'd still love to take your initial idea. Or even make a sequel to Eyesore. Something, you know, I would like to do more involving anything, something like that. I do Eyesore as your idea. I thought you guys had a a concept for extending Eyesore into, like, a a longer feature. I think I was talking about that. With a psychiatrist. Yeah, and, like, a mental hospital and things like that. Um, Yeah, I hear that one. I think it was after she poked her eyes out. Yeah. Spoiler! 
Uh, oh. uh, that she, then she realized she could still see the, the ghost. Oh. That's, that's, how I wrote it. that's how I wrote the ending of the first of the Hazard movie. Or she pokes her eyes out, or he, he or she, or he or she, yeah, or, or yeah, gouges their eyes out, and, but still can see it, and then uh, it goes insane. Yeah, it goes insane because it's, it's all that that person can see from now on. Yeah, I was. Yeah, we should do something with that actually, one day, because it's like Japanese horror. Yeah, red shoes. Anyway, what are we working on now? We're doing a couple things. Project Mario. Project Mario. Mario. Uh, you'll see a vlog about that if you check our YouTubes. Um, <laughs> do we want to get into that, or we want to let's let it up for? I think anyone who's actually viewing the vlogs ha- knows what it's about. So. Right, if they're listening to this podcast, then yeah. they want to. Yeah, we're doing. Are we talking about it? Uh, it's. Well, let's not uh, say what we're doing. Let's say what we are doing, but not how we're okay. doing it. We're we're doing a uh, <coughs> retelling. A retelling of a very famous um, and well-known uh, video game. Trilogy. Trilogy. And then there was two more. One of them was an RTS instead of a first-person shooter. Yeah. And, and it's called Halo? Yeah, it's called yeah. Halo. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're retelling Halo 1 through 3, but we're not going to tell you how. Yeah. Um, and let's talk about the evolution of how long we've been trying to do a Halo <laughs> short. I mean, I, you could argue this goes back to the original Airport Road, the movie, Years ago, I mean, back in '05. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to make a movie, me and you and Justin, about uh, the day Halo Two was released. Yeah, because you know, Halo Two was a big thing in our lives, and then uh, zombies showed up for no reason. And then we, the movie was about us fighting zombies while wanting to play Halo, but the Xbox broke. And yeah, and, and so we never would have got we never got to play Halo Two, but we had it the entire time because we were fighting zombies and and and. Aaron, you were King Zombie. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Point. Yeah, at one well, point I became King Zombie, and I'm not sure why I fi- was fixated on King Zombie for some reason. But I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, we were at J Crew, and you were like, "Can I be the King Zombie?" Yeah, and I so don't remember what that meant. You were going to have a shirt that said King, King Zombie. Zombie. Yeah, <laughs> but before that, you were going to be the T1000. Yeah, it, it was a bit <laughs> of an absur- absurdist film. Were you wearing like a crown, like Jughead or something? Uh, no, I, I was just going to have a shirt that said King Zombie. And I, it wasn't going to be explained like after I was raised from the dead, but I would just have the shirt at that point. Oh, so, yeah, you know. yeah. But uh, we, you did, I guess, end up with Crazy Zombie King. Oh, yeah. So I, uh, I'm claiming, you know, that you guys ripped me off. <laughs> I want royalties, motherfuckers. Well, couldn't we also claim that maybe you ripped off Crazy Zombie King? By, by traveling back in No, time. by tra- coming up with the idea for the, the football video? Because Crazy Zombie King is a video, is a video shot... About people making a video for a contest, and the football video is a video shot I, about I, people <laughs> making a video for a contest. I, well, there you go. Um, yeah, and in fact, that was Crazy Zombie King. That was originally uh, for the Diary of the Dead contest, wasn't it? That, yeah, uh, and you can find that on YouTube.com yeah. slash Weirdo Church. Yeah, and Teller uh, from Penn & Teller actually submitted his own entry and I believe came in second. Second place, yeah. yeah. Which is really good. Actually. It was really good. I like that. You know what upset me the most about that contest? What? Despite the fact that we weren't placed. Uh, Which, again, being bitter, but there, there's a reason I'm bitter. The Penn and Teller, the Teller one was good. The Penn and Teller uh, was good. One and three were kind of best shit. The one, the ones that one of the ones that won the contest was about running zombies. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a George Romero movie contest where was, George Romero only does walking zombies. How did one about running zombies win? Because yeah. George Romero didn't vote on it. Yeah, because when we talked to him, we met him at uh, the horror movie convention. We brought it up, and he's like, "I was in fucking Moscow <laughs> at the time. They just sent me some movies, and I'm just like, okay." 
That, that is a great video, and that is on Weirdo Church, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's worth, that interview with George Romero is definitely worth checking out. Thing, we're going to be retelling Halo 1 through 3, because that came down to, we've been trying to do a Halo video, and I'd bring it up, and Aaron would say, dude, I've never played Halo. So the initial idea was we were going to... Well, the initial idea was is that you'd come in and, and want to play Halo, and I was going to argue, man, I'm no good at Halo, and then it, we would be playing live-action you know, Halo. Instead of playing the game, we're yeah. dressed as Master Chief, running around with Nerf guns. Yeah, and that uh, was the original idea. And I would be, you'd be trying to, I'd be playing horribly and screwing things up, and because I don't play Halo. And then we came up, though. Yeah, we'll get into that. You, you, we wanted to be a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, but we've been calling it Project Mario because it's top secret. So yeah, no, uh, no one say anything. So if you're listening to this, yeah, don't. Uh, and then it's going to come down. We're going to release it. Someone's going to watch it, expecting us to do something about Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. agree. Well, that'll be the next thing we do. We have to make Mar- uh, Mario armor. We are making Doctor Doom armor, though. Yep, right yeah. here. Yeah, because uh, me and my friend Bones recorded a rap song about Doctor Doom, which is also because he's my tin face nigga from Latveria. From Latveria, we—that's the hook of the song. Because another they, word that rhymes with Latveria. You gotta look up that one. That one's on the YouTube's. Now, is the next line? Don't, Don't let my bother. high voice scare you. <laughs> oh, no, it's Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom, my tin-faced nigga from Latveria, Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom. Avoid at all costs. Don't mind the hype or hysteria. Okay, I thought it was Dr. "Don't Doom. let my high voice scare you." <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind the hype or hysteria. Because that makes sense. Another way to rise to like You know, Ben's going, "Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom." Don't let my high voice scare you. I see. I see what you're saying. Okay. okay yeah. No, don't avoid it though. No, it's because really it's a great, terrible rap song. Oh, it's 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 definitely a terrible rap song. It's quite possibly the best rap song ever about Doctor Doom. Quite yeah. possibly, I guess, technically, you could say that. Yeah, it's going to be even better when the video is made. Yeah, because yeah. we're shooting a music video I, for it. I am looking forward to the video, although I, I, I yeah. You have a problem with the raps? No, I, I, I just, I have a problem with the quality, man. It needs better production, man. You need to bring someone in on it. <laughs> we recorded you know with the saying? same thing we're recording this podcast on. Yeah, and that's <laughs> a big difference between trying hey, to record... Okay, you want to give me some audio recording equipment... And someone produce it like Puff Daddy or something, and then uh, we'll, we'll we'll do it your way. You're gonna have to work your way up to him, man. I mean, look, look do you ever see Hustle and Flow? I mean, he no. did it in like a little ghetto hood rat house with yeah. like you know egg foam on the walls. Well, do you think Pip Daddy like, Welfare started off to with turn down the music? Brand name software? No, he started off with a computer mic. I forgot about Pimp Daddy Welfare. Pimp Daddy Welfare. Uh, who's Pimp Daddy? He's one of the. I don't know how to describe Pimp yeah. Daddy Welfare. Is he like a Bubba Spark He's kinda of, kind of like doing the nerdcore rap. Yeah. But not he wasn't really rapping about nerdcore stuff, but he was that kind of rapping. But he's just rapping about weird shit. But uh Okay. It was all low quality silliness. Yeah, it very like he was just like yelling into a mic or okay. into He did a song called Elmo thing. from Sesame Elmo Pimp's Hoes. <laughs> uh Mr. Octopornipus. <laughs> and he did a he did a song with Wesley Willis too. Really? Before you yeah. died, yeah. Oh. Called Easy E Tried to Kill Me. Lick a Snow Leopard's Booty Hole. <laughs> By McDonald's. But yeah, I mean, we recorded that rap. That's on the airport road thing. And we're also doing a sequel to Reanimated. That uh, Reanimator fan film we shot that's on yep. there. Is that uh, the extension with you and Jove, or is that something different? It's, it does have. It's Jove, me, Justin, Rob's back in it, the Reanimator's back in it. Every character that was in the first one shows up, but this one's going to be one of serialized. Most likely serialized, right? Most likely serialized. So why am I not in it? Because. Because. 
Do you, want you, do you want to be in it? You just don't like me because I'm black? Is that it? <laughs> there, there, there is there is like a mini meme going on where people like because I have uh, uh, Ken Furry uh, uh, from Devil's Rejects as my avatar. Well, you did you go with Devil's Rejects instead yeah. of Dawn of the Dead? Yes, I did. Because hey, when, when I see when I think Ken Furry, I think of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, of course, but I love the Devil's Rejects, and uh, my my screen name is Mixyes Pitalik. There you go. That's how you pronounce it. It's called Mixapitalik. Mixyes Pitalik. Um, and uh, who is uh, wears purple and a bowler hat and chomps on cigars while torturing Superman. So, of course, I've got a picture of Ken Furry dressed in purple with a bowler hat chomping on a cigar. Because So you're saying that yes. Ken Furry should play Mr. Fiddle yes, in, in, in a Superman film. But, um, yeah, I, I think it was Hamza, actually, who said that uh, he thought my avatar was Samuel L. Jackson cosplaying as... Mixes pedal like from Superman. <laughs> That's, That's what funny. he assumed it was. So I'd go with Dawn of the Dead. Maybe I'll switch it up someday. I mean, my second place vote. You don't. Jo- you, you my second place forums, vote would so go. You don't since I saw this before Devil's Rejects would be the Keenan and Kel show. Because <laughs> he was the dad on the Keenan and Kel show. Did you ever get the? Yeah. Did you ever have the courage to ask him at horrifying no. about, about Keenan and Kel? Because I'm going to go with Ken Free and be like, "Hey, man, I like Keenan and Kel show. What was up with that?" <laughs> No, he's gonna slap me. <laughs> <laughs> Judging from what I've seen from uh, his interactions, yeah, that's probably. <laughs> and then he tell you to buy some of his damn teeth. Yeah, he yelled at me the first time I got his autograph. You <laughs> didn't buy anything. Buy some fucking teeth. <laughs> like I need to find someone who's large so I can sell some fucking t-shirts. So the next time you need to say I will, but you got to drink this orange soda. <laughs> Kel loves orange soda. At some point, we need to. I guess that's it. We'll be back next week. Uh, until then, check out our stuff. Give us some feedback, tell all your friends about us, and make us internet famous. More internet famous. Yay, internet fame. All right.